interrupt this program to bring you a special report. I can't believe it's news. Really? Here's Brad and John. Well, everybody's trying to come up with a way to combat these catalytic converter thieves. And in Minnesota, a lawmaker has his idea. And some folks in Minnesota are like, whoa, this is your idea? Can we come up with something better than this? Can we shoot it around the table again? He wants to stop catalytic converter thefts with a Sharpie. He wants to have the catalytic converter marked. When I I think we don't we do engravements here. Yeah, Is that what we're yeah, doing here? Yeah. Used catalytic converters have to be marked with an identification number. That's what he's proposing. And he's saying it can be as simple as with a felt tip pen, a magic marker. You could just write it on the on the catalytic converter in a magic marker. Like I do on my underwear band. <laughs> that's, that's how authorities would check a catalytic converter in question by the VIN number that is written in ink. <laughs> the bill is getting considered this week in the Minnesota Capitol, but a lot of Minnesota uh, voters are saying this is just, come on, a magic marker? If the bad guys have a magic marker? You don't think they can do that? We'll go to Northern California where cops encountered a guy named Michael Oyarzo during a high-speed chase on Wednesday. And it was not only just a, a display of driving at high speeds that this guy put on, but when they reached a dead end, he took off through three separate backyards before his vehicle got stuck. Then he got out, ran until he spotted a motorcycle, stole it, rode off, and the cops are still on his trail. Johnny ends up hopping off the bike at the edge of the Sacramento River, jumps in, and starts swimming. So, so far, he's running, he's jumping, he's swimming, he's climbing because he got to the other side and ended up climbing up a tree. Police ended up circling the tree, and he came down and was cuffed. He's wanted in questioning for regarding a armed robbery that occurred earlier in that day. And then there's vehicle pursuit, vandalism, resisting arrest, and vehicle theft. He's going from the Iron Man to Iron Bars. <laughs> okay. This last one here is pretty interesting. A California jury ruled that a husband was allowed to drive drunk. He was legally drunk, but the jury cleared him. Why? Because he was escaping two angry women. <laughs> one was his wife. Who he cheated on, and the other was the woman he was cheating with. Oh, yeah. And the two women were together in the man's presence. Don't you have to stand there and dance to the music? And he knew he had to leave. <laughs> Even I don't know, man. You make him. You can't. You can't let that dude drive drunk. He's got to face the music. His blood alcohol level was point one one. Well, listen to this now. The defense argued his driving was justified because he needed to escape two furious. Women. It was argued under something called the law of necessity. It wouldn't matter if they were two furious women or two furious men. This is how they're going to apply this. The law of necessity, again, is what it's called. So these women, his wife and the woman he was cheating on, were about to give him a beatdown. And the prosecution, but the prosecution argued he shouldn't that that law of necessity shouldn't be used in this situation. They said, well, you know, kind of what you said. Hey, he's got to. The judge disagreed. The judge said, well, hold on now. You can't put yourself at safety 
by putting others at risk. That 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 just no. the judge said let 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 the defense try this. Let's let let defense use this law of necessity, and we'll let the jury determine whether this flies or not. Under a necessity defense, the district attorney said the defendant must prove a number of conditions, including that he acted in an emergency to prevent a significant bodily harm or evil to himself or, st- or someone else. I was going to get a stiletto to the temple. And that others would have deemed it necessary, too. He must also prove that there was no adequate legal alternative and that his driving with a blood alcohol greater than 0.08% did not create a greater danger than the one avoided. So, in other words, he he felt like, you know, if anybody's going to get hurt, it's going to be me for sure if I stay around these two women. If I get in my car, there's a chance I can get home and, you know, and not hurt anybody. But if I stay around here, around here with these two women, I am definitely going to get beat down. That is some weak and sauce. The jury, that. the jury bought it, and yeah. this guy got clean. Now I don't know how many guys were on the jury. That the story does not yeah. say. That's what I would want to know. Well, uh, you know he um, he may not go to jail for any kind of drunk driving, but they have sentenced him to house arrest, which is even worse. With the two girls. <laughs> yes.